guys and welcome back to another episode of the podcast it's monday after talladega it's a pretty tame race surprisingly i thought it was going to be a lot more crazy i even said last week that all the guys who are hurting for points are going to be out there racing for stage points and that'll cause a lot of wrecks but surprisingly there was really only that one big wreck in the beginning that only took out two cars i think harrison burton and ty gibbs other than that it was just kind of two by two racing and all the moves were being made at the front of the field with guys taking the lead and blocking lines so yeah we don't have much to talk about with the race but obviously we'll go over the standings and there's a ton of stuff with all the safety and everything that we'll talk about so yeah let's get right into it with the standings so going into this race Logano was actually the leader um in playoff points now it's ryan blaney obviously elliot already advanced so it's basically down to just seven drivers left competing for those or sorry 11 drivers competing for those seven spots so Blaney's up by 32 with Chastain behind him at 28, Hamlin's in fourth at 21, Logano, he just laid back, he was complaining that you're rewarded for sitting way back and then he tries it and I think he dropped to like the last car on the lead lap at the end thinking there was going to be a huge wreck on that last restart and there wasn't, so he dropped all the way down to fifth with just 18 points above the cut so i don't think he'll be using that strategy again i'd say blaney's about the only guy that can feel good he can probably race for stage points get i don't know finish fifth or so in the first two stages and then just have a okay finish and i really think he'll be fine but other than him even though chastain's only four points behind him and he's really good on road courses i just think that um he might have to watch out for hamlin who could take him out or anyone else who's just mad at him it'll be a good opportunity for them to wreck him i think he'll be fine and i even think suarez will be fine who's just plus 12 his teammate he obviously won sonoma he could definitely win the roval and i think he's just been able to be quiet and get through these rounds so i think both track house cars are going to advance hamlin i don't i'm not too confident about him if JGR doesn't have the speed that they haven't had on road courses. So if they have the same slow cars that they've been bringing to road courses, then and he doesn't get stage points and it gets down to the end of it and he gets caught in a wreck and finishes 30 or so, he's gonna have issues. So I'm really wouldn't feel good about him. I think Logano will be fine, Larson. And then as for like that that bubble, I I honestly don't think Briscoe or Sindrick is in a good spot because I think Byron will probably end up with his points back or at least some of them and that'll push him above the cutoff just because if you look back Keselowski and Dylan wrecking each other under caution guys have gotten away with it this season um and Rick Hendrick they interviewed him and he said I got videos of guys doing it and they didn't get penal- penalized and NASCAR just isn't consistent at all with what they've done. So for them to penalize Byron just because they missed it in the race, which I don't even think they did, I think that it's just a lot for HMS to use against them and to get those points back. So I think Byron's actually going to end up up there. And then I think Cindric and Briscoe are going to have 
issues advancing and they're going to have to beat Suarez or whoever ends up in that bubble spot. But yeah, so even if Byron doesn't get those points back, he's down 11 and Briscoe and Sindrick are tied at the cutoff. So Byron could go up there and run good in the stages and finish the race well in advance too. He's definitely got more experience than Sindrick and Briscoe, so I don't know if he even needs his points back to advance, but you never know at the Roval what could happen. Something could go wrong. Could be a lot of parts failures and everything like we've been seeing lately. The other thing is if Bowman comes back, he could have the speed to go out and win the Roval. I would probably take his teammates over him just because Larson and Elliott seem to be a little better, maybe even Byron, but... He, if he can put himself in the right place at the right time, he could get it done. Christopher Bell, I'm not too confident on him. I just think that he's been the fastest JGR car probably, but not fast enough to beat like Redick or Suarez or Chastain, maybe even Logano, just Larson. Those guys have definitely been a step ahead of him, even though he's the best JGR car on road courses at least um so yeah that's everything with the standings it's still really close no one's really up there too far besides elliot obviously because he has a win but blaney plus 32 i mean he should he should be all right everyone else i'd say they just they really need to have a clean race and not be involved in any wrecks or anything like that I'm not sure if Hamlin will wreck Chastain, or maybe he'll save it for Martinsville. I think it's still in the back of his head, and I don't know why he wouldn't. He would all of a sudden just not wreck him. Especially, I mean, I would think he'd have more of a reason now that he's getting a deeper run into the playoffs. So, And I also wonder if Hamlin's going to use him wrecking Chastain to like advance himself in the standings in advance. And since they're right next to each other, I don't know if Hamlin will necessarily do that in this case. If he feels like Chastain's going to advance anyways, you might save it for Martinsville. It's basically what I'm trying to say. All right, so moving on to like the actual race. I thought it was a pretty good race. I'm glad there wasn't a bunch of massive wrecks. It's nice to see just a couple clean finishes of the stages in the race too. Like the battles at the stage ends were really good and no one wrecked either. So I was glad to see that. I mean... I don't really want to see a million cars tore up every time we go to a play race. But also, I think that the package could be improved a little bit. It just seems like it's hard for like one car to get a push and like take it without getting so much help, unless you're right in the front of the field. So I don't know how they can fix that. I mean, there's a million other things that need to be fixed. I just wish that you could kind of like get a run side draft someone pulling back i wish it, you could be a little more meticulous moving through the field it's a little annoying to watch them run two by two and not really go anywhere but overall i think that it was a good race especially because it was so clean but yeah i mean after bowman getting a concussion i really didn't want to see a bunch of huge wrecks even though it seems like the little tiny wrecks are the ones that are hurting guys so I remember Kyle Busch said his hardest hit was at Nashville when he like it you can't even tell that he hit the wall he hit it so lightly and then I was like pretty shocked about that and then Bowman gets a concussion pretty much doing that exact same thing it was a little worse than what happened at Kyle 
but it's pretty obvious at this point and it has been for a while that the rear end hits just the little light ones are seem like they're just giving the drivers a ton of impact and yeah it's got to be fixed hamlin thinks they need to redesign the entire car i don't he said front middle back i don't know how they're that it's got to be impossible for them to do that by next season i think what's gonna end up happening is they're gonna make a bunch of changes to the rear of the car which is obviously the biggest problem um and then hopefully they can get that fixed by the race next the first race of the season next year because obviously that would make a huge difference it caused two guys concussions this year and a lot of other hard hits so if they fix that i think then like the drivers could take a breath and then they could work on the front and then obviously they want to work on some other things with the car like what setups they can run so they don't blow tires but i think that if they could just fix these rear impact hits and then move on to the next thing instead of trying to fix a million things and they also got to fix the issues with the fire we haven't had one of those in a while so that's nice they obviously made some progress there i hope it doesn't happen again for the rest of the season and i also hope that they can make it through like the mile and a half even phoenix and martinsville those rear impacts could definitely happen and hurt someone so i really hope bowman's back too um i don't know what would happen if he wasn't able to return i'm assuming gregson would just keep racing and we would have to just hope that bowman gets better on the off season i'm sure he's younger and rick hendrick they interviewed him and he said he's been he's like doing good so i'm assuming he'll be back at least by the end of the season and yeah that's so luckily he's not as hurt as kurt i hope but you never know with the concussions and i hope kurt can come back too I saw someone say on Twitter that Jeff Burton and a member of the media asked the drivers to stop resorting to the media to talk about the safety issues and everything. And, um, and Chastain said, like, Hamlin's not the mouthpiece for all the other drivers. So some people are getting mad at Hamlin and Harvick, I guess, for what they're doing, how they're going after NASCAR and everything. And I think that they none of us drive the car so we don't really know what kind of position they're in so we can't really say anything obviously there's multiple ways for them to approach nascar and hamlin and harvick have been saying for over a year that there's been issues and obviously they were right and they weren't fully fixed um so yeah i don't blame hamlin and harvick for doing what they're doing but i also don't blame chastain if he doesn't want to say anything or if he wants to um go to nascar privately or whatever so i think that there's some drivers who are like nascar is doing nothing about this and then there's other drivers that aren't saying anything and i think nas there's it's like either one way or the other but i think nascar's that i mean they're planning on doing like new crash tests and everything and they're trying to redesign the rear end so they're doing something but I think everyone's mad, or at least like Elliot Larson, Harvick, Hamlin, because like it's so kept under wraps and nothing really goes public with it with NASCAR. And they may tell a driver one thing, but no one else knows that. And then next thing you know, guys are getting concussions. And 
NASCAR doesn't even really acknowledge it. They acknowledge it without saying anything. They know there's a problem and they're working to fix it, but they don't want to come out and talk about it because it would just put them in such a bad spot. So yeah, that's that. Um, I guess we can just hope that they make it to the end of the season without anybody else getting hurt and then they make some serious improvements to the car by the clash. So yeah, moving on to the first offense move of the race. This one was pretty easy. It goes to Chase Elliott when he dove to the top and that's what gave him the lead and then Jones just kept pushing him forward and the timing I guess was just kind of right where Jones gave him the push at the right time and Delaney wasn't able to get that push he needed by McDowell I mean he got up there close but it just was a little too late and then that was the end of that so yeah good move from Elliot I was surprised Blaney didn't block him I, w- I wonder like when he looks in his mirror if he sees that it's Elliot if he races him differently I mean you would think there's no way but I'm not sure and the other thing is maybe Blaney just didn't want to wreck and have a huge hit and have the wind knocked out of him and everything and he just wanted to collect his points and go to the Roval and that I think if that's the case that says a lot that a driver is willing to just take second place rather than risking having a huge wreck and getting hurt but yeah all right the underdog of the race goes to McDowell he was up there pretty much all day and just did a good job at staying up there and giving good pushes and help trying to help Laney I think he wasn't the best Ford pusher that would have gotten Blaney the win but the Fords in general were just good I think if like a Harvick or Logano Sindrick were up there might have helped Laney a little more but Anyways, McDowell had a good run. He ended up third still, so that's solid. He's just been running better in general. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a win within the next year, you know, going into next year. All those super speedways and road courses he runs good at too. So, yep. All right, guys, now we're going to get into the race takes. We got a couple here. Um, You can drop your own takes after the races on... Um, Sunday or sometimes I post it Monday it really just depends but you can respond to my story or you can go to anchor.fm slash first or fence and send in your own but anyways starting off this one says good race yeah I think the majority of people thought it was a good race compared to our last play race Daytona it was definitely better not a lot of crazy wrecks and stupid stuff like that Alright, the next one's very good. I was there in person. Guys up front should have fought more for the win. Yeah, I think Elliot was really the only one making that those super aggressive moves and they obviously paid off. I think that Blaney could have been a little more aggressive when it came to blocking. I'm sure he kind of regrets it. And I was kind of surprised that he didn't take his run out front and then kind of just control both lines. But at the same time, Elliot's pushes from Jones were so huge that he could have just blown around Blaney. I'm, I'm sure watching in person the stage ends were probably really good. Um, I think the first one Blaney won and that was a drag race and then Elliott won the second one which was also a really good finish where he passed Larson and now that I say that that was probably preparation for his last move at the end that got him the win. Alright then this this take says Chase Elliott is the best there ever was. Uh, I just no comment. 
I'm assuming this person's a Chase Elliott fan, but yeah, all right, that's it for race takes. Drop yours. Um, kind of didn't get that many. We usually get a little more, probably just because it was kind of a tame race, not much going on, but I should say drop a take on Dagger, the playoffs and stuff, so we get some other kind of different things going on like that we'll do that next week before we move on to talking about the roval i want to talk about the truck race real quick that wreck though i was watching that race that was probably maybe the worst wreck i think i've ever watched live just because i like i i feel like when you watch for a while like cars have burnt burned like that and but there's always like things that happen and you're like that's not how it usually goes like Kurt Busch's wreck at Pocono I kind of had a feeling that that wasn't good and then this like the way as soon as the camera was on the truck it was just burning and parts of the wrap were black or the paint and it was basically just burning in seconds and then he starts spinning to the wall and I'm like okay he's not stopping he's gonna have to wait till he hits the wall and that I'm like that what the, that's not good so he had his belt off, which if he had had just maybe he like had just taken his belt off and then he hit the wall, he could have hit his head or he could have on the steering wheel or something or he could have gotten pinned up against the wall and not been able to get out of the truck. So that when I saw his head pop out, I was like, oh, this that's bad. And then he basically kind of, it looks like he almost gets like shot out of the window like the impact kind of like helps him spring onto the wall so that was like pretty lucky considering all the bad things that could have happened and he ended up with like second degree burns on his face and i think neck and arms and legs maybe which is just crazy because harvick when his car was on fire it burned for a while and just slowly burned and he was fine and then this was like seconds he was just burning up in there it's if it was any it could have been a lot worse so it was good that he got out that fast but that was pretty insane how the car just turned into a fireball and thank god he was fine but yeah i just wanted to talk about that real quick and then aj dinger winning talladega that was his first plate race surprisingly he's really smart and those and that was a great move at the end he's been due for a win i looking late in that race i saw he had castle behind him and i thought like yeah he has the help i think he can get it done and he was my pick too and he did noah was up there late i think he was running third for a while and then he kind of made a move and hill blocked him late and it kind of wrecked both of their races but yeah no five in a row for noah but noah could easily win Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville, and Phoenix. So he's got a lot more left, I think, to do before the end of the season. He could definitely make it a historical season still. But I think the championship favorites going right now are probably Dinger, Gibbs, Noah, and then I don't know if someone's got to claim the fourth spot. I see a lot of people talking about Austin Hill, which I think is possible. But, yeah, this next round will tell a lot. Um, whoever can make it through and then it's crazy because I think all four junior motorsports are looking like they're going to make the round of eight depending on how the roll goes and they've had speed at road courses so it's definitely possible and if that's the case then you would think that two of them maybe are going to make the round of the final four if the odds the odds are definitely 
for that to happen. So I think it'll come down to probably two junior motorsports cars, Ty and then Justin or um, AJ Allmendinger. But it'd be pretty wild if Junior was able to get all four of his cars in the final four. That'd be pretty cool. All right, so now we're going to talk about the Roval before we end this thing. So it's two races, Xfinity Series and the Cup Series. I wish this was the Oval, but I think this car runs really good on the Oval now, the new car. It's just the schedule is obviously set, and I think it'll be a Roval race for probably a few more years. Um, Yeah, so Xfinity Series race is Saturday at 3, and then the Cup race is Sunday at 2. I think for the Xfinity race with Dinger just getting his Dago win, oh, I wish I could pick him again, but I'm, I like to pick a different guy every time just to make it a little bit harder. So I don't know who to go with. Um, I think Ty Gibbs will run good. Noah really hasn't had road course speed. He's been getting better. And with the confidence that he has, it's possible for him to go up there and get a win. But I'm going to go with Ty Gibbs. I think he's he hasn't won in a while. I think he's due for one, and it, it'll just prove that him, Dinger, and Noah are probably the top three cars right now, and they have been all season, so I think he's going to do it. I'm really looking forward to the Xfinity race. I just The Xfinity series is so good, on, especially on road courses. That package just always puts on a good show. And there's usually no chaotic things that happen, and it's not long enough for it to turn into chaos like the cup race. But yeah, I'm I'm worried about the cup race turning into something like the Indy Roval where everyone wrecks into turn one. There's definitely spots on the Roval where stuff like that can start happening. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it's a good race. But then again, if they can't pass and they're stuck behind each other all race long, maybe we need some chaos to shake things up with some playoff implications and everything but for the cup race i'm gonna go with tyler reddick i think he's probably the best road course racer right now i think larson and elliott are also really good picks and they'll be up there and then a few other drivers but i'm gonna go with reddick if he gets it done it'll be his fourth win of the season and it would actually be his second win of the round of 12 too even though he's not in the playoffs but he had some bad luck and Obviously, he hasn't slowed down at all since he won Texas, but yeah. Um, for an underdog sleeper pick, I think McDowell will run good. Maybe have a shot at it, and then maybe Busher, and it'd be cool to see him win again. But yeah, I think it'll be a good race. And even though the road course races haven't been that good this year, I think that some other things will make it better, so I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode. Um, I hope you guys like Talladega and like the podcast. I'll see you guys next Sunday or Monday. Whenever the next one comes out, we'll have to see when the race ends. I hope you guys have a good week. And yeah, we only got a few races left to go. And we got some good ones coming up. So there's a lot to look forward to. But yeah, see you guys next week. Peace.